Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Doug hates candy wrappers, green and flaky sticky seats with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see because Doug loves movies. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, everybody. <laughs> my name is Doug. Well, what's happening? Um, my name is Doug, and I love Martha Kelly. This is Doug Loves Movies coming to you from the end of a terrible, horrible, not good, very bad year for another Homes Alone edition. It's Wednesday, December 30th, 2020, and my guests today are returning champion plus two more friends from the Austin, Texas comedy scene. We've got Trey Gallion, Martha Kelly, and Chris Tellez. Hello. Dang. What up? How's everybody doing? Hey. Like the three of you are like uh, real friends like that, uh, you know, stay in touch and whatnot, yes? I mean, um, a fair amount, you know. I text them a lot, but uh, we get responses. But yeah, I think we're homies. That's what I meant to say. Is two of you hear a bit too much from one of the other ones? Yeah, I have a lot of time. I mean, you're one of the people. I have a few of them, Trey, that will send me some things that do stump me. Like, why did he send that to me? Yeah. Well, I like to do that with my friends for sure. Like Martha, I'll just send her random sketches that I do. Nothing in particular, you know. Yeah. Right. I just be texting like, hey, happy new year, yo, or hey, happy birthday. And, you know, they just don't respond. But I definitely am one of those people. (laughs) Well, Chris is still, we're still putting him through that hazing phase or whatever. Yeah. It's been 10 years, but yeah. Are you talking, what, did you hear something? I didn't hear anything. No, I never hear anything. What? I don't know. Who's talking right now? Stop. Oh, guys. <laughs> Let me introduce the three of you. Let me introduce you. I'll introduce you individually, uh, starting with uh, second or third time on the show, I think. 
and was guest last year around this very day uh, at the uh, Cap City Comedy Club, RIP. Yeah. It's Chris Tellis. Hey, Chris. Hey, man. Thanks for uh, having me back on. This, I think, is the third time. But yeah, I was, I was just thinking that it's crazy that that was just last year. It just hit me today. I was like, God damn, that went by quick. Everything oh, we changed. were just uh, we were hanging out without a care in the world. Oh, everything was so fun. <laughs> yeah, it was really a great, uh, a great time. Yeah, and, uh, it was not that not that long ago. Um, so what's going on? You just uh, you know hanging out, uh, hanging out there in Austin? Yeah, um, I'm just here, pretty much uh, streaming constantly or playing video games and uh, hanging out with my dog. And um, every now and then I, I do a show. You know, there's uh, the social distance shows. Uh, you know, so I'm like alone out here. So it's uh, I go a little mad. So yeah, sometimes I I cave in and I do some shows. So yeah. Do you do that thing where people can watch you play video games? Oh man, I've I've uh, thought about doing that. I think it's a Twitch, but man, I am I'm just not technology savvy at all, so I don't even want to start to begin to think of the process of getting that started. Well, I'm glad you figured out how to be in a Zoom meeting so that you could be with us today. I got help. And uh, and also joining us is returning champion she kicked everybody's asses last week a few days ago whenever it was hi martha kelly hi um, <laughs> great great to be to return as the world champ uh you are the current world champ of of doug loves movies and uh you know i think it's you, you didn't just you didn't just win like people tend to win on this show. You obliterated the competition in two different games. Um. Uh, well, since I've always done so terribly every other time, I'm excited to have uh, absolutely crushed the one time. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask. Did you put her up a bunch of cream puffs? <laughs> How dare! I don't even know what that means. You mean like easy questions? No, no, like put her against people that weren't very good also. Oh, the other people were cream puffs? <laughs> yeah. You think that still applies and like is that a thing people say anymore? Well, I mean, I just said it. So I know, but you know what I mean? What it, it just like smacks of like snowflakeism. What? <laughs> Like, why take something that's awesome and then assign it to be meaning less than in some way? Oh, I see what you're saying. Well, it helped <laughs> I mean, I'm not a really big fan of cream puffs. So I prefer more traditional. Yeah, I don't really care one way or the other about cream puffs, but it's still just it's a funny old school thing to say to somebody. I wish I'd remember it the next time I get in an altercation with a man, because if, if you call another man a cream puff, he's going to lose his mind. No, oh, yeah, that's true. You know, in the heat, heat of an argument, that's a good one. Anyway. <laughs> Doug, do you want to hear about the movie I watched specifically for today? I would like to, but did we introduce Trey Gallion yet? <laughs> oh, no. Huh? Yeah. We haven't officially introduced Trey. Uh, how's it going, Trey? It's going pretty all right. Yeah? Yeah. Figured everything out over here. 
when we first met uh, you and I, you're in Brooklyn now, but you and I first met in uh, Austin, Texas. Yeah, we sure did. Yeah. We used to hang out a lot. I remember going to the premiere, the South by Southwest premiere of uh, getting or um, Super Jaime. Holy shit, you were at that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. We hung out all night. Uh, we had to sit uh, in the aisle because there weren't any actual seats. Left. Was this at the uh, Paramount? No. Okay. I remember that, it being at the convention center. Yeah. Yeah. That the Friday night was the premiere at the Paramount, and then Sunday afternoon they played it again over in the convention center, and they did overbook it, and people were sitting. Yeah. Uh, in the aisles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Didn't make it any less good. It was still. Oh yeah. No, I know. I just uh, <laughs> you know just got I got a little confused because I didn't think you were at the premiere. Ain't no, I guess not right. the proper one. No. Yeah, I was so silly like that year. I was like so excited about being in Austin and doing shows at Cap City that I left my own premiere to go headline Cap City that same night. Dude, I mean, and I should have just stayed at the premiere. I should have just chilled out, but I was I was excited to go, you know, do a show for people in Austin that don't have uh, fancy South by Southwest badges. That was a very kind thing to do. Yeah, well, <laughs> I went to South by this year. I went anyway, just like, well, I'll we'll probably do a show at Cap City or something. Nope. You got stuck there for, well, I mean. You yeah, were- I always correct everybody that I wasn't stuck there. It was it was a delightful way to start out a, a pandemic. Yeah, worse places. Like sure. in an abandoned hotel in downtown Austin. I mean, it was pretty... It was pretty sweet, uh, but you know, I can only sustain that for so long. Plus, we strangely it must have been between waves or something because we thought it was going to be okay to fly home. I mean, we sat far apart from other people and, and wore masks, but I don't even. Yeah, I think we wore masks the whole flight. I don't even remember because it was it was really at a point where everyone was very concerned about like. Some things just sort of went on as usual. Well, I mean, was it a full flight, that first flight out or whatever, or the flight you took out? No, I mean, you know, I intentionally booked a flight that didn't have very many people on it. Okay. And also, but that was the first Mm -hmm. thing airlines did is they really promised that there wouldn't be a lot of people on the flights. And they were partly right because just so much tourism just vanished and so much business travel just vanished. So they, you know. Well, because people were freaking out those first two months. Like, I didn't want to go anywhere near an airplane those first two months, you know. Yeah, I mean, I still don't maybe ever, you know, because this whole, oh, now there's another strain that's even spreads even faster, uh, you know, out of the UK or whatever. Uh, I'm not pointing fingers of blame or anything, but I'm just thinking that, like, that's just it's just going to be an ongoing thing that we're going to have to deal with somehow and the way that seems to work is masks and distancing (laughs) the insisting those things don't work don't seem to be changing anything yeah it's like crazy like uh sixth street out here has been apparently packing up all the bars are just going buck wild so 
Oh know. my God, that's so terrible. I would, I mean, I really miss going to a bar on 6th Street, but I like going on like a weeknight when the whole street was lit up and lots of loud music, but you know, not very many people there. And bars uh, here are, you know, bars in Brooklyn are closing, you know, especially since they reclosed restaurants, you know, a lot of bars are like, well, people really aren't going out now. And so they're shuttering for the winter if they can make it through the winter. Well, I apologize for uh, making this about about that. This is supposed to be a <laughs> safe haven from the, that conversation. This kind of snapped me back into that world. And others. So uh, I'll start with you, Martha, because you said you watched something uh, specifically for today to talk about, because uh, I do want to know everybody's uh, favorite movie of the year, but I don't know if this qualifies. Um, hmm. It might, uh, you know, what was it? I might, I may have built it up too much. I watched the first Paddington movie. I had seen the second one, but I, I watched the first one and, uh, what a, what a delight. (laughs) People, uh, love the Paddington movies. Like children and adults alike seem to really, uh, get into it i i saw both of them and i i think i see what people are seeing but um, it doesn't it doesn't hit me the same way it hits others but it people do really really love it so i recommend it to people because you know it does seem like i just don't get it like he's he's like kind of kind of gets in trouble but it all kind of works out pretty as it is it like because it's so pleasant is that what's appealing about it um i love cute animal stuff and honestly i would rather there was less of him being in danger and just just an hour and a half of a cute talking bear would be what i would love but uh there's a little darkness the first one there's there's a death and uh and then danger from Nicole Kidman who plays a terrible person and um I even though I'd already seen Paddington 2 so I know Paddington does not get killed in the first one I still was uh, stressed out about it (laughs) now how do these compare to the Alvin uh and, and the Chipmunks movies um the Alvin and the Chipmunk movies are cuter uh because there's three cute animals instead of just the one, but um, now they get into shenanigans too, Martha. You know, some tense situations. I don't like that either. My my least favorite thing is seeing CGI animals get their feelings hurt. I really don't like it. <laughs> okay, so that's across the board. It's not even acceptable in the Alvin and the Chipmunk movies. No. All right. Fair. Oof. Yeah, so that's probably my favorite movie of the year, Doug. I guess that <laughs> I feel like I maybe built it up too much by trying to talk about it before it was time. I don't think so. I think I, I don't think you can overhype Paddington. I think anybody can watch it for a little while and they'll know uh, that they agree with you or they agree with me. Right. And then they can proceed <laughs> accordingly. <laughs> Um, 
it's really well done. I mean, it's really like, you know, but again, it's, you know, so show offs over in England. The, the acting is, is, is just superb for a movie that, you know, is just a silly, uh, silly, you know, bear movie. Yeah, it is. The humans in it are really great. And, uh, I'm probably going to check out both of them today after this podcast. <laughs> I let me ask you. Let me ask you this, Martha. Seriously, I ain't got shit going on. <laughs> Martha, have you seen um, Sonic the Hedgehog movie? I have not. Would you recommend it? I haven't seen it either, but it feels right for you. Yeah, uh, I would recommend it. It's not too stressful. I don't think it'd be too stressful for you, Martha. I mean, that little guy, he's so fast that he can get out of any predicament. <laughs> well, yeah. And Jim I Carrey mean, unless they tie him down, then I'd get, I'd be worried. Are there any sad CGI faces on this? Uh, oh, no, that's what I'm, I'm saying. Like, I don't think he super gets his feelings hurt enough to where Martha would have a problem with it. Like, I think oh, it would perfect. be a, a fun romp for you, Martha. All right, I'll check it out, guys. I appreciate it. I think that like Jim Carrey is the bad guy is like comical enough that uh, Sonic himself doesn't take him seriously. Right. So, you know, Sonic sort of treats him the way Bugs treated Elmer, you know? Okay. I yeah, think no crying. I think that's the dynamic, but I haven't I haven't seen the film. Well, in Paddington 1, uh Nicole Kidman straight up tries to murder Paddington. So, it's pretty grave. Uh, so yeah, Sonic, that is pretty intense, man. Yeah, wow. it, I think I think maybe Sonic will be more my speed. I'll let you know in two thousand one or two, maybe. <laughs> now, how do you feel about Ted? I've not seen it. Okay. All right, all right, Trey. Enough with the hard hitting questions. <laughs> 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 Even your gotcha journalism. Um, all right. Chris, do you have a favorite movie of the year? Preferably uh, this year, but, you know, it could be any year. Um, uh, man, uh, you know, this year's been so wild. I can't remember what movies uh, even came out this year. Uh, I saw a lot, but I guess I was thinking uh, the Borat movie was probably the most recent one that I thought was awesome. So I'm going to go with the Borat. Or at two for short. Yeah. Um, did, uh, did, that title is a tough one to remember. A subsequent, some, God, something. Movie like, film. Yeah. Either that or I was going to say Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but I don't know if that came out in 2020 or 2019. Uh, but that movie I, I watched. That one was technically the year before, even though I believe it was oh. one of those Christmas movies. Oh, okay. Well, I watched that one a lot this year. I, you know, that's another one that, uh, you know, I don't really have anything specifically bad to say about it other than it just doesn't, it just doesn't excite me the way it does everybody I speak to about it. Yeah, I think like the first two times it excited me a lot more. Uh, the other times, uh, I mean, I, I just dug it. It's just a weird movie, man. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, it's definitely a weird movie. That's what I guess that's what happens is you get comfortable with how weird it is and you enjoy the weirdness or you go, why the fuck is this happening? It's like a cool way to just kill off three hours if you have them because I don't even feel those three hours go by. I'm like, damn. I just don't know how you how it's a tribute to the movies in Hollywood to have a Hollywood actress act like you should put your feet up and take your shoes off in a movie theater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what's going on with these people in the movie, but like um like Leonardo DiCaprio is just very captivating in it and I'm like, God damn, he's great. The acting's amazing and they got yeah. those like long ass takes where like, you know, the one where he keeps screwing up his lines. Oh. Brilliant. For forever, and he's so good. Yes, yes, yes. My favorite scene was when uh, he had the freak out in the trailer when he's just yelling at himself and just going fucking berserk. It was just awesome. Um, that little girl, though, is impossibly precocious. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah impossibly precocious. I, yeah. I guess that actress really is pretty much, pretty much acts that way, so I guess so it's real. Yeah. Uh, Trey? Yeah. You've had a lot of time to think this over. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I, I don't remember. I rewatched The Lobster. Does that? I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> Parabellum come out this year? Was that this year? Um, Antebellum. I mean. Came out this year. But the best movie I saw this year was Atomic Blonde. I saw that for the first time this year. Does that count? I guess so. Uh, I like that movie. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. What was... Did Charlize do another movie since then that's kind of like that? Uh, or did somebody else with, do one? Um, Seth Rogen, but that was not action at no. all. No. No, I just saw something recently where I was like, that's so much like Atomic Blonde, but without what made Atomic Blonde so great. Dude, those fight scenes are just unreal. Yeah, yeah. they just, the, the dialogue scenes are whatever, but the fight scenes are so good, and also and just the choice of music they use throughout, it's really good. Yeah, the whole 80s soundtrack is awesome, yeah. Like, no shit. Like, uh, when I went to go see Atomic Blonde at Alamo Draft House, I don't know what the hell happened, but they played like the first like 25 minutes with no audio. <laughs> everybody was watching it, and it became like uh, we were all angry. Then everybody was just laughing at one point, and then they paused the film for like another 15 minutes. <laughs> and then they came back and said, Hey, we're going to restart the movie. Uh, everybody's food is on us. <laughs> we were like, All right, Atomic Blonde rules. Like, we just all became fans <laughs> free food yeah but that's what i think of when i see that movie it was just like what the fuck is going on in the first 30 minutes i don't know <laughs> well that's funny nobody started making up lines for it like doing dialogue for it themselves no, everybody was just quietly like giggling to themselves that's and creepy nobody was talking because we were like what the fuck is anyone going to come out here and say anything <laughs> There's but, some really talky scenes in that movie that you might have just, just been sitting there going, what the, why are they yeah. cutting from face to face? Oh, man, we were seeing people dying already. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> we were like, who's he? <laughs> all right, yeah. well, um, thank you all for being here. We're going to play some games. My money's on Martha. 
and we're going to start those games up after a brief commercial message. We'll be right back. No flipping. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. We're back. And are you, is everybody ready to play some games? Yeah. I'm ready. Let's do it. I still sound too loud. I apologize if I do. Um, this first game we're going to play, Martha, I hate to break this to you, Chris and Trey, but Martha just destroyed this game uh, when we played it uh, a few days ago uh, so I thought let's just let's see let's see if she can keep going probably not <laughs> I was gonna say the same shit <laughs> here's how the game works it's the, the game is called so and so and the something something and it's um, if I, I take basically classic or hopefully fairly well-known uh, movie titles and I give it a name with that structure, uh, a name of one of the lead characters and the, and then describing some, some element of that particular movie. Okay. You know, like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Um, <clears throat> and uh, like I said, Martha was really good at it. We're going to let... Uh, Trey go first today. We're going to go alphabetical order. So I'm just going to give you the fake title. You tell me the movie that uh, I'm thinking of. And um, if you get it, you get a point. Okay. And if you don't get if you get it wrong or can't think of one, then it'll move to Martha and then to Chris. Ready, Trey? Yes. Okay. Uh... What movie could be titled Chester Lee and the Sneaky Soccer Scenario? Mm -hmm. Chester Lee and the Sneaky Soccer Scenario? Mm-hmm. Uh, ladybugs? <laughs> that is correct. Dude. Yeah. Well, What's up, Martha? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Trey really coming in coming in hot. Shot across the bow. I think that's what they call that. All right. You got one point. We'll see how this shakes out. We'll go to Martha next. Martha, what movie could be called Frank TJ Mackey 
and the mastery of the muffin. Uh, Frank T.J. Mackey. Mackey. Frank T.J. Mackey and the mastery of the muffin? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Oh, God. Uh, muffin. Let's see. And he figures out how to bake a great muffin. <laughs> Um, oh God, Doug, I haven't, uh, Did you know ladybugs? Would you have guessed ladybugs? Uh, no, I absolutely would not. I think maybe you lost your magic in this game somehow. I think the last time was pure luck. Um, let me see, <laughs> Muffin learns how to bake, uh, <laughs> Is it, um, is it Men Don't Leave? No, good no. movie though, it's a good movie. She does make a lot of muffins in that, but her name oh, her right. is not Frank, so. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris, what do you think? Oh man, um, could you say it one more time? Frank T.J. Mackey and the Mastery of the Muffin. Oh yeah, man. See, I'm in, I, I'm in a same pinch as Martha. I can't even think of any like muffin type movies I've seen or themed movies or like a bake a movie with a bakery or some shit. I can't even think of one. So uh, it's definitely a cooking movie, but yeah, I got nothing. All right, let's go to Trey. Um, I love you to death. All you need, that's very nice to hear, but what's your answer? <laughs> Gremlins. <laughs> um, no, I, I'm kind of shocked. Frank T.J. Mackey was the character played by Tom Cruise in Magnolia. Oh, oh okay. They say his name a lot, and he claims in his one of his speeches uh, in his uh, you know seminars is that he'll he could turn men into a master of the muffin oh right yeah, yeah I saw that one once and it didn't really take you know what I mean <laughs> it's a lot to take it's uh it's a lot, there's a lot going on in that movie and uh, that's one I think like I would not recommend that to anybody because I feel like there's a good chance they would hate it but I I love it for some reason but that might be part of it is I just love how brazenly weird and pointless it is Frank T. Mackey TJ Frank TJ Mackey like I, I feel like character names in his movies are pretty memorable but I don't know. I, I'm always surprised by what, uh, you know, what people know and they don't know. Uh, but <laughs> no, that one whipped all the way around. We're back to you, Martha. Hey. Uh, Aurora Greenway and her dying daughter. This is easy. Sorry to be uh, cocky about it, but it's Terms of Endearment. <laughs> That's correct. Oh. I just saw a little bit of it on cable. That's why it was easy. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, that's uh, Laurie, uh, Laurie uh, Shirley MacLaine's uh, name in terms of endearment, Aurora Greenway. Yeah. Maybe. See how easy this can be, Chris? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right, here goes. I'm ready. I'm ready for the next one. <laughs> All right. Sandy Olson and the ladies who wear pink. Ah, damn. All right. Sandy Olson and the ladies who wear pink. Man. <laughs> um, ladies who wear pink. God damn. I'm going to say bridesmaids. No, but I don't, I don't know what I don't have. I don't take issue with that answer. Uh, the only thing I don't like about it is its incorrectness. Yeah, I think I was just thinking of the movie cover and ladies who wear pink, and I could yeah. be wrong about that. <laughs> it was worth a shot. What do you think it is? What do you think it is, Trey? Um, the ladies that wear pink. Ladies that wear pink. That's the Expendables. No. <laughs> Why do you say the Expendables? It's the only thing I could think of. Oh, okay. I couldn't think of a. This isn't that game where you just name any movie you can think of. You have to. <clears throat> I should add that to the repertoire, though. Just be, someone's out if they can't think of the name of a movie. I was gonna. I was gonna say Surf Ninjas. <laughs> 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 okay, uh, Martha. Andy Olson and the ladies who wear pink. Mm -hmm. Um, is it is it the First Wives Club? No, but another completely reasonable guess. Uh, I guess I'd never knew what her last name was. I just think of her as Sandy in Greece. Oh. oh, I feel like such an idiot. Like, who knew? Who knew that her last name was Olsen? Yeah. Pink lady. Wow. You know, they're always saying Danny Zuko, Danny Zuko. And then with her, they're just like, oh, Sandy. Sandy. Well, Sandra <laughs> D is the only other thing they call her. Yeah. Still overthinking it. Yeah, <laughs> it was right Gosh, there. Dog it. <laughs> I could have thought of that. Uh, <laughs> all right, so where where did we start that one? We started with Chris, right? Yeah. Okay, we're back to you, Chris. All right. What movie could have been called WW and the Dixie Dance Kings? All right. And then Dixie Dance Kings. Fucking shit. I'm going to go with Breaking. <laughs> nope. It's got to be Breaking, nope. right? The only Surprisingly, dance. no, that is not right. Breaking 2? <laughs> Trey. It sounds like you're feeding a horse. 
want to clarify i'm not allowed to look it up on my phone and find the answer correct that that is correct the idea is everyone is gonna play fair all right uh ww and the dixie dance kings how about uh oh god uh what about um uh, Biloxi Blues? No. I have to apologize for this one because I just wanted to see what would happen. There's just, there is a movie called WW and the Dixie oh. Dance Kings. Well, that's the actual name of the movie? There really is a movie called that. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> it was a uh, Burt Reynolds movie. Oh my gosh! And I almost said Smokey and the Bandit. I would have been kind of in the ballpark. At least. I would have. I might have given you a point for that. That, oh. uh, that would have been terribly impressive. Uh, all right. So that was that was just being. I was just being dumb. We got to get serious now. Oh my God. Uh, Chris, mm-hmm. Jim Garrison and the okay. Magic Bullet. Okay. That could be a lot of movies. There's a lot of movies with bullets. Hmm. Man, shit. I'm going to just go with assassins. Let's go. Yeah, just go. Whenever you're in doubt, it's right there at the beginning of the alphabet. Just go with assassins. <laughs> That's how I thought about it. Yeah. Trey? Uh, this movie came out in 1991, Doug. And uh, I remember it well because it was the first movie that really introduced me to the world of conspiracy theories. I'm gonna have to say that that movie is JFK. Oh my goodness, he just did it, everybody. I was gonna say JFK, I didn't know why the fuck I didn't. I don't know why either. I thought, I kind of thought that might be an easy one. I don't know why Assassins jumped right in there and pushed it out of the way. Yeah. I guess Mar- Martha, you probably knew what that one was, right? No, what's the clue again? Jim Garrison, that's the character Kevin Costner plays in, in JFK. Brain. And it's Jim Garrison and the magic bullet. Uh, no way, I would not have guessed that. I was going <laughs> to guess American makes- Werewolf in London. No, that makes me feel oh, better. Yeah, that okay. makes more sense than whatever Tellus said. Yeah, thanks, Martha. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's you know, it's not a reunion without some fighting. It's been a while since you all have seen each other. Um, it's all in love. The only thing Trey wins for that remarkable achievement is uh, getting to go first in our next game, the yeah. game where everybody gets to go first because we play three rounds and we distribute the getting to go first equally. It's called Weird Algorithm. 
and uh, we should get like a music sting of uh, some, you know, rip off some Weird Al thing. Like just a real quick like, eat it. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> Isn't it funny that you st- podcasters could still just use any music they want and still not get like in trouble for it or? Wait, what? I didn't know that. Nice. I mean, doesn't it feel that way? I mean, maybe I, maybe I just don't know what I'm talking about, but like, aren't there aren't there podcasts that their theme song is just some song that they took and decided to make their theme song? I mean, yeah. Yeah, I guess. You know, they're not paying for it. I don't think. Wow, that's nice. yeah. I've been talking about it for years. Like, I just keep like it was just like when they wouldn't have uh, breakfast after ten thirty at McDonald's. Took me like you know many years of talking about it, complaining about it, and they finally said, well, "Okay, we're going to fix that." And then it was still a few more years. <laughs> but it's still not all day. It is in most places, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, I think most McDonald's. I feel like they switched to all day like a few years ago. Yeah. Uh, Keep up, like Trey. Man, that's hey. Also, crazy. McRib is back, Trey. By the way. Darn it. <laughs> um, do you guys know how to play weird algorithm? Uh, I do not. All right. Um, IMDB, the Internet Movie Database, uh, has a function where you can just take a, uh, a motion picture and you can reorder the cast based on popularity according to IMDB's popularity algorithm. that particular day like I look these things up either last night or this morning and um, so I'm going to just name a movie and then you have to guess who in the cast of that movie would be uh, the top build and I give everybody a little hint at the beginning Uh, I'll name a couple of the actors that are in it that are possibilities but I'm not going to tell you if they finished in the top three or not they're just more or less uh, who you think of as the stars of these movies. Okay. Remember, it's a weird algorithm. So expect the unexpected. Right. And anybody can win. Uh, Trey? Yep. The movie is The Adjustment Bureau, starring Emily Blunt, Matt Damon, and a lot of hats. Um... So between Emily Blunt, Matt Damon, or anyone else you could think of that was in that movie, who do you think came in at number one? I'm gonna go Matt Damon. Trey's going Matt Damon. You you will have a chance to change your answer in a moment. Shared answers are also allowed, but strategically it's harder to win if you get a point or don't get a point at the same time as someone else. Of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Martha? Um, I haven't seen that movie, and I don't know anyone in it besides those two, so I'm going to go uh, Emily Blunt. I like that strategy. Chris? Um, yeah, so... Yeah, I'm just going to go Matt Damon. I was going to go Emily Blunt as well, but I'm just going to go Matt Damon on this one. All right. So Trey's in for Damon. Yep. As is Chris and Martha is going for Blunt. Yeah. 
here we go. Uh, fifth place, just uh, I just put it there because it's interesting and nobody thought of it, but maybe he seemed like he should be higher. Anthony Mackey. But then uh, in the third spot is Matt Damon. Ooh. So that's worth one point for one point for Trey and one point for Chris. And then coming in at number two is Emily Blunt. Mm. Two points for Martha. But if anybody had remembered that a young man who one day would become super famous for hiding his face most of the time, number one from the Adjustment Bureau is Pedro Pascal. Yeah, he's kind of hot right now. Huh? He's so hot that he was able to leap to number one in the cast of a movie with genuine movie stars. And uh, in the movie, he plays like mob guy number three. Wow. Weird algorithm. Welcome one. to it. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, man. I went Damon because I was like, didn't some, I saw his name somewhere recently. Ah, but yeah, you ain't going to beat Pascal right now. Never seen it, so it was just a toss-up for me. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have remembered he was in it. Okay, Martha gets to go first this next round. She's got two points. Everybody else has one. The film, Martha. Apologies if you haven't seen it. I should run these by you first. Um, Date Night, starring Steve Carell and Tina Fey. Um, so I have seen it one time years ago, zero recollection of who else is in it. So I'm going to just guess, um, Steve Carell. Wait, can I change my answer? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm going to make a, a random guess based on um patterns that doug has had in the past i'm gonna guess pedro pascal <laughs> oh I, I don't even know if he's in it but That's just fun. uh random oh all right chris uh also never seen it but i feel like i've seen the uh poster the little it's on always on they're both on it but i'm gonna go with tina fey yeah. Okay. Tina Fey. <laughs> Trey. I'm going with Nick Kroll. <laughs> That's a good guess. I mean, he's in it. He's definitely in well, it. The just because the new season of Big Mouth came out recently. Right. Okay. Solid logic. Right. That's what I, that's what I thought. Yeah. All right. I'm going to tell you the top four in a second. But I'm going to tell you who didn't make the top four real quick. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg, Mila Kunis, Tina Fey, Steve Carell, and James Franco. Oh. All didn't make the top four. Oh. oh man. That's how brutal this game can be. Maybe they're not on the list together. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, Bill Burr. Right. Right? Yeah, he's the cop. Yeah. Number three, Olivia Munn. Oh. 
She's the receptionist at the same spot where Nick Kroll isn't. It's almost like they filmed with him and then he was busy or something, so then they got her. Because it becomes a different person. They don't make a thing out of it at all. Uh, or maybe they have a scene together. I forget, but it's weird. He just sort of vanishes. She's like in it more than he is, I think. Uh, anyway, number two, Kristen Wiig is in that movie. No. Yeah, she's fact. She's a apex predator, exclusively on HBO Max. <laughs> Number one, I would not have thought of this myself, but it is Wonder Woman. Gal Gadot is oh. in uh, Date Night. Oh, oh she plays Mark Wahlberg's lady friend. <laughs> Yeah. Son of a gun. So Pedro Pascal not in it at all. No, he wasn't in that one. But I, you know, I like that you, you know, you know a pattern could occur sometimes. My pattern this time is, is sincerely just movies where it's like what, <laughs> uh, ones where it's a real nice uh, takes a real good turn. Um, but this next one. I think it's shocking in yet another way. Who's going first this time? It's all. It's over to uh, Chris. All right, let's go. I got to get one eventually. Let's do it. You you got one. You had uh, you got a point for uh, Matt Damon earlier. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah. but this movie is Home Alone, starring Macaulay Culkin. All right, I got this one. This is a cream puff right here. I don't think you're using that the right way. Is that not what it was? <laughs> <laughs> this is a softball, not a cream puff. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is a swisher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh... Am I just thinking about Home Alone or something else? Yeah, uh, I just tell you I had uh, Macaulay Culkin, right? That's who you're going with? Yeah. Okay. Excuse me. Sneezed. I sneezed. I'm allergic to your answer. Oh, no. Uh, Catherine O'Hara. Trey's going Catherine O'Hara. Um, yeah, I am. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Why am I regretting my answer already? Jesus. And Martha. <laughs> um, I also am going to guess Catherine O'Hara, although I only remembered she's in it because uh, Chris said her name, but she's probably super popular right now because of Shit's Creek, so that's my answer. Yeah, well, she certainly should be super popular right now because of Shit's Creek and, and everything she does and person that she is. First, I have to say sorry to Marv and Harry. The Wet Bandits didn't make the top three. Uh, Gus, the polka guy, played by the late, great John Candy, he didn't make the top three. Number three for Home Alone is Kieran Culkin. Oh. Of course, we're enjoying very much on the television show Succession. I don't know what else he's got going on, but he's he's uh, he's up there. He's got those vaults. I mean, when you're ranked higher than Joe Pesci, things are going right. Number two is Catherine O'Hara. Yeah. We did it. 
Wait, so that means Martha. Martha's yeah. got four points. Yeah. Thanks, and Trey. You also you said Catherine O'Hara too, right? Yeah. But that only brings you to three points. Yeah. Number one in Home Alone is yeah. Chris figured it out. It's it's Macaulay Culkin. Oh, thanks for letting me win, guys. I appreciate it. Let's have like Jeez, ten points, man. Right, but now you and Martha are tied. Oh, God, that's more than I ever expected. This is awesome. I, uh... we, we have to play play this off. Trey, just hang out for a sec, if you don't mind. Yeah, man, I'll be over here. Yeah, just be over, just be over there in your spot. I just um, want to say that I thought Chris said Catherine O'Hara, so actually. Thank you, Trey, for saying her. Yeah, I heard you give me credit for that earlier. I appreciated it. I'm taking <laughs> I it, let it go. <laughs> I, Last thing I thought was that you would retract that. I thought that was just a jab at me, Martha. I took it in stride. We're cool. <laughs> um, all right, yeah, we got to Don't say anything, Trey, because now now everybody's thinking about how you and Chris sound the same. Hey, Trey, let me tell you, it did feel good. <laughs> Enjoy it. All right, so here's what Martha and Chris have to do. I'm going to name a movie, and then each of you, as fast as you can, name the person you think would be the most popular from that movie. And um, hopefully we'll be able to tell who, who started to speak first if you say the same name. But no matter what happens here today, we're, let's all stay friends. No. <laughs> see, see how I she gets. I was gonna say sure. Martha really <laughs> wants this. Like being champion going into the new year, I can't. I can hardly think of a better place to be at right now. Yeah, man. And to know that you're the Doug Loves Movies champion uh, at the end of this miserable year, you rose above it. Wait a minute, that could happen for me too? Listen, you don't have a chance here. I'm just, <laughs> I just have to go through the motions. <laughs> no, I don't know who's gonna wear it. I'm excited, I'm excited. All right, so just as soon as you can, name anybody from this movie that you think would be number one. I've listed the top seven in case you each say different names that are also not number one. The film, is bridesmaids um melissa mccarthy no kristen wig chris tin wig kristen wig kristen wig here we go number seven maya rudolph number six john ham number five ellie kemper number four Melissa McCarthy. Oh. Number three, Rose Byrne. Number two, Jillian Bell. She's in that Disney Plus movie. Godsmacked. That's not it. Godmothered. Godsmothered. I do love me some Godsmack, though. <laughs> God got some zazz on me. I don't know what it's called, but it's on Disney Plus. And number one is, of course, the number one in my heart, bridesmaid, Kristen oh Wake. Thanks, Martha. You did it, Chris. 
Thanks. I appreciate wow. it. There's no way in hell I thought I was going to win. That was very, that was very exciting. Uh, can you be with us as returning champion on Sunday afternoon at the same time on January 3rd? Uh, let me check my schedule. Do you yep. watch football all day on, <laughs> on Sundays? Not anymore. I don't. Not as champ. <laughs> I mean, you could take an hour off to come be with us. And, yeah. Um, what do you got to promote in the meantime? Is there anything going on, places where people can check you out? Uh, yeah, I mean, just follow me on Instagram um, and Twitter. I uh, do have a show in Dallas, uh, January 10th. Uh, we'll see if it goes on. It is a social distance show, but uh, yeah, um, that'll be at Hyenas. Uh, yeah, otherwise, uh, follow me on social media. I mean, your fans are showing love for you, whether they, you know, come and stand far away or they just don't come at all, you know, like either way. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. They're supporting, you know. Oh, totally, man. I'm, uh, I totally understand if people uh, don't want to come out to the yeah. show. Absolutely. Awesome. Uh, Trey Gallion. Hey, man. Uh, yeah, at Trey Gallion on uh, Twitter and Instagram. And then... Uh, Jeff Tate and his brother and myself have started a podcast called Rough Drafts, R-U-F-F Drafts, uh, where we pick a different um, a different topic or we draft movies each episode, you know, and uh, we have a different category every episode. So like we did Christmas movies, New Year's Eve movies, movies filmed in Austin, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. It's got to be that. fun. But those guys and you, that's a, that's a great crew. Yeah, it is. It's fun because, you know, Jeff knows everything about movies and I know nothing. So it's a nice mix. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I appreciate how comfortable you are with silence. Thank you again. Thank you again for being here. Thanks to you again. Martha Kelly. Um, well, I have a show on Twitch tonight. I'm part of called The Year in Review. It's at um, 8 o'clock Central Time, and it's a million Austin comedians in teams, each doing one month of the past year and uh, doing a few jokes about it. And um, I'm in November. There's a lot of great people on it. And then Saturday night, I'm doing a master pancake showing of Wonder Woman 1984, and that's also on Twitch. Oh, neat. That's fun. Yeah. Well, so, so, um, pancake is always fun to do, and uh, that movie, there's plenty of stuff to talk about. Well, I'm excited to watch it. It'll be your first time seeing it? Uh, well, I'm going to watch it before then, because it's oh. divided. Yeah, it's um, it's divided into teams who each do like a half hour chunk. So I'm with Vanessa Gonzalez, one of my favorite comedians. Oh, she's great. In the world. Yeah. That's awesome. So, yeah. So you, uh, you're going to watch the whole movie though. Cause you, some of the jokes in your, in the section you're going to do could still be referencing stuff that happened earlier in the film. Yes, except in this instance, I'm only I'm on the first 
30 minutes, but I'm still going to watch the whole movie. Um, well, you could do some hilarious spoilers in that first 30 minutes. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I definitely will watch the whole movie. And then um, on Tuesday, I'm getting my first root canal, and I would appreciate uh, thoughts and prayers. Oh, got you got you got them all because everybody uh, everybody's been through that or doesn't want to go through that. So, uh, but most of the time it seems pretty. You know, it's not so bad. I think they're way better than they used to be. Like they've they have a different way of doing it that's not medieval. So yes. I think they also do a better job of numbing wherever they need to, to numb. I think there used to be more, you know, masochistic dentists. It's just like the idea of, you know, doing those things to people who aren't numbed enough. I'm surprised there isn't a long history of people biting down as hard as they can on sadistic dentists, but I've actually never heard of that, but it should have happened. I don't want to. Why am I bringing this up? Well, you're trying to wrap it up. Is there an option with a root canal? Can they just knock you out, Martha? Uh, I don't think so. No, because they want you to be able to like open wider or whatever. You know, like a knocked out person. If you just jam their mouth open, that can't be good for any anything. Right. It'll be fun. Okay. Yeah, I've I've had a I've had a few uh, root canals, and it's not. It, it it seems like a lot worse than it's gonna you know, but like the initial, I remember the anesthesia I got one time for a root canal. That initial shot was probably the most painful thing I ever experienced. But that was just because it was just a doctor who didn't, you know, didn't like numb the area before the the injection. Uh, you know, so it's like, Jesus. Even though it's to you know it's to numb, it, you know, numbs eventually. But in, in the meantime, he just jabbed a big fucking needle into my gums <laughs> did you tell me did you go hey man what the fuck dude <laughs> yeah that's exactly what i said no you just sit there and fucking take it like it's you know uh, you know he's a professional but i mean sometimes they say this is going to hurt like especially when they push the plunger on the syringe for the uh anesthetic and it kind of you know enters you or whatever uh yeah. i guess that moment can be pretty painful so they usually warn you about that Maybe two for flexion. Make it I'm one of those. Always dreaded a root canal, and now double that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really uh, it can go any direction. I feel. <laughs> like any, I think any dental procedure or surgical procedure where you're awake during it, uh, you can have so many different uh, experiences. You know. Yeah. Um, okay, where where are we at? Everybody said their plugs. Yeah. Yep. Fantastic. Let me do mine. Uh, Douglas Movies on Twitter. Uh, it's a good place to just follow for just movie stuff, just stuff about Douglas Movies. And then also, uh, if you're missing the Getting Doug with High show, because we don't, it's not on YouTube anymore, it's because it's exclusively a Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash gettingdoug to become a member of the 420 Club. Thanks again to... Uh, outgoing champion Martha Kelly incoming champion Chris Tellez and all around waste of space Trey Kelly. <laughs> man thanks I love all you guys <laughs> you guys too man 
<laughs> Thank you, Trey. Yeah. As always, that's right. That's right. Add a boy, Clarence. <laughs> now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of Gold is viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart.